Streaming has gotten way too complicated, but you can hack the system with Prime Video. It has everything in one app with one password. See Roadhouse and the National Women's Soccer League both included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report sports add-on. Or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Black Buffalo Zero products are intended for adults age 21 and older who are consumers of comparable products. If you're an adult age 21 and older who dips, I want to tell you about Black Buffalo Zero pouches. What are they made of? Pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves. Food-grade ingredients. Most importantly, there's no nicotine or tobacco. All proudly made here in the U.S. So if you're 21 and older and want to learn more about Black Buffalo Zero, head over to blackbuffalozero.com to learn more. You can buy their pouch online, ship directly to most states. Black Buffalo Zero, zero nicotine, zero tobacco, 100% ritual. Thanks for listening to the Herd Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday on Fox Sports Radio at noon to 3 Eastern, 9 a.m. to noon Pacific. Find your local station for the herd at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching Fox Sports Radio or FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. All right, here we go. It's inching closer. Super Bowl 58, Chiefs Niners live in Los Angeles. It's the herd. Wherever you may be and however you may be listening, thanks for making us part of your day. The great Max Crosby of the Raiders, who has faced and sacked Patrick Mahomes more than any NFL player, joins us in 30 minutes from now from Las Vegas. Drew Brees stops by. One hour from now, Greg Cosell, our NFL Super Bowl meat sandwich, looks at film, breaks it down. Where are the Chiefs in trouble? Do the Niners have some liabilities to be concerned about? J-Mac, you and I had a fun night. Hung out in Vegas a little bit. Flew back late. Indeed. We're not working on a lot of sleep, but that's why they created Red Bull. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I got nothing to say, Cowherd. I'm struggling. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I thought this was interesting, and it really puts the NFL in perspective. The NFL has made every other sport niche. And you can say, well, they don't have that many games. Well, there's not that many majors in golf or grand slams in tennis, but those sports don't always connect with all demographics. Let's face it, tennis and golf feel like rich people games sometimes, right? Rich people sports. I saw this this morning. Brock Purdy, the last guy taken in the draft, four years, $3.7 million contract. And he guided his team here. And so did globally relevant Patrick Mahomes, 10 years, $450 million. And what that illustrates and continues to signify about the National Football League and I think at its core, it's its strength. There's more than one way to win big. It is the league of hope in a country where few feel they have the ultimate chance at the big prize. In the NBA, you have to have two stars minimum to really be a contender. In baseball, market size matter. 
payroll, Atlanta, Houston, Dodgers, New York teams have an advantage. Increasingly in college football and basketball, it's about your NIL collective. Can you go buy the best high schoolers or college transfers? But in the NFL, big market, small market, expensive quarterback or Brock Purdy can both get you here. Take Kansas City. It's a young roster with an old head coach, super expensive quarterback in a small market. The Niners, four for four, opposite in every box, and they're both here. In the NFL, big market and power, D.C., power of our country is in D.C. They're not very good in the NFL with all that money and power. Either it's Atlanta or Chicago or both New York teams. But yet tiny Baltimore, Buffalo, Green Bay, perpetually excellent. That's great. The NFL is the league of hope and optimism. You can be terrible one year, a complete laughingstock, and viable the next, Houston Texans. You can be a dynasty with the best coach and quarterback for 20 years, and then irrelevant three years later, New England. You can build through the draft, or you can go buy players. You don't even have to have an owner. Green Bay doesn't, and is very good. Or you can have a meddling one. Dallas, excellent, sometimes but most of those times were 30 years ago. With the NFL, there's really no obstacle to winning. Get the quarterback right. Doesn't have to be A+. Plus. Brock Purdy's here. Get the quarterback right, either on the right contract or the right talent. And by the way, if you miss, you can draft one or two every year. And try to get the coach right. There's plenty of good ones out there. That's it. You get the coach and the quarterback right, you will win. The players in the NFL don't control the sport. In the NBA, they do. In baseball, the union has ultimate power. In football, it doesn't. It's a collaborative business. Work smart, work hard, work together, and you win. They even help the schedule. Bad teams get easier ones the following year. It is the league of hope, and it is defined by this Super Bowl, where Brock Purdy, the very last player taken in the draft, they have a name for it. Mr. Irrelevant is incredibly relevant on Sunday against the greatest player at the most important position perhaps we've ever seen. And the last guy taken's favored. Hope resonates. Speaking of Brock Purdy, and I think that was pretty nice of me, I'll be honest with you. A lot of you think I don't like Brock Purdy. That was really lavishing him with great praise. So now let's get back to reality. So I saw a quote from Brock Purdy, and uh, nice kid, no doubt. You know, I, I always think, does his parents listen? They probably think I don't like their son. He's a really good kid, and he's been a great story. Um, but he had a quote yesterday. He said, listen, the keys weren't just given to me here. I had to earn the trust. I had to learn the playbook. I had to work really hard. And let me say, he's 100% right. I've watched lots of pro athletes get perfect situations with the Yankees, the Dodgers, the Lakers, the Cowboys, and screw it up. Brock Purdy deserves ultimate respect for that. Yes, San Francisco's good, but they drafted a quarterback before him, very high in the draft, and it didn't work. So Brock Purdy deserves not just to, listen, some people are grown into money, some middle class, many not. You kind of make your own way. A lot of trust fund kids end up in rehab, okay? 
But he also says in this article, there's a lot more for me to grow. And I disagree. He's not 6'5", 225 with a power arm like Justin Herbert just waiting to finally get a legitimate coach. He's not crazy arm talent Mahomes who just needs to watch more film and kind of refine his game. He's not Josh Allen, this wild, untamed quarterback out of Wyoming that just needed the right offensive coordinator. That's not what he is. He's Brock Purdy. A little small, hand size not ideal, moves a little, but his college NFL scouting preview is exactly what he is today. He had a bunch of starts in college, so you kind of know what he is. He reminds me of a less talented Bo Nix who played at Auburn and Oregon. Bo Nix has 61 college starts, most ever. Bo is faster. Bo, I think, is more athletic. Bo won big games at two big programs. But you'll know very quickly what Bo Nix is. He doesn't have a cannon. He doesn't throw a great ball downfield all the time. He's athletic, but, you know, he's not Favre, Steve Young, Lamar, Kyler Murray. You'll know very quickly, as you did with Mac Jones, kind of what he is. And I feel with Brock Purdy, can he get more experienced and therefore be better pre-snap? No question. But his draft prospectus said, super cerebral, will learn stuff quickly. Smallish, not a great arm, really accurate. That is exactly what he is today. Brock Purdy is a what-you-see-is-what-you-get quarterback. And you see this a lot with a Kenny Pickett. You'll see it with Bo Nix. You see it with Brock Purdy, where they have three and four years of starting. They've sandpapered a lot of the stuff out. Purdy had a great offensive coach in college. He had a star running back. They scored lots of points. They asked lots of him. We had all the tape. We didn't think he was big enough, still probably not to carry a franchise but smart enough, accurate enough, hardworking enough, and moves well enough to be an additive to a great roster. But Anthony Richardson with the Colts started one year in Florida, got hurt last year as a rookie. We may not see his ceiling for three years. He's a remarkable player. But it may work, it may not. But the ceiling, endless. So this isn't that Brock Purdy doesn't deserve everything he's getting. But what he's getting at San Francisco, simply put, is a better coach and better weapons than Iowa State. And he won a lot at Iowa State. He, re he really, really, really wins a lot with better players and a better coach. That is not a knock. It is the reality of what he is. What you see with a lot of quarterbacks who come into this league with lots of starts is mostly what you get. He was underappreciated and undervalued by NFL people, but don't expect a massive arc of growth over the next several years. If anything, it'll be incremental. So I think right there was a lot of love and reality for Brock Purdy. None of it hate, although I'm sure that's how it will be uh, uh, labeled. Uh, Max Crosby, bottom of this hour. Greg Cosell, Drew Brees today. By the way, also top of the hour. We do this before every big game, J-Mac. We take out the yellow pad. We go to PFF. We look at stats. We watch the games. Who are the 10 best players in this game? 
And um, it, it's it's interesting because I think this is one of the more talented Super Bowls in terms of high-end players. Mahomes a Hall of Famer. Kelsey a Hall of Famer. Kittle will be a Hall of Famer. Uh, Trent Williams going to be a Hall of Famer. McCaffrey going to be a Hall of Famer. Uh, you picked up on this very early last year. Brandon Ayuk for San Francisco looks like, I mean, he's he's becoming an absolute top three receiver in the league. Uh, Kittle, Kelsey. We have the two best tight ends in football outside of Gronk in the last five or six or seven years. So there's a lot of Hall of Fame players, but there's also a lot of young players on Kansas City that people don't know that are exceptional. Certainly. Uh, if you remember last year's Super Bowl, I feel like the Eagles were pretty loaded and the Chiefs were very good. A lot of talent, but this year I think eclipses it. Niners, listen, man, there's a reason they were perceived as the number one rated team in the league for like 15 weeks until that basically Ravens lost. Yeah. Niners are stacked. Yeah, and, and, they've, and, they, and they've really been stacked. That's why people say, who's the pressure on? I think it's on the Niners. Yeah. Kyle Shanahan had a lead, lost it with Atlanta. Kyle Shanahan is the overwhelming favorite in the NFC. Kyle Shanahan's been to this big game and lost. Andy Reid lost a Super Bowl with Mahomes when they had no offensive tackles. So I feel the pressure's absolutely on San Francisco. Yeah, no doubt. If this thing is late, it's close, it's tight. Andy Reid got trophies. Kyle has earned the right to battle for him, but doesn't have any. You're going to have Mahomes late against Brock Purdy. So I, I feel the pressure's on San Francisco if it's 27 all late. It feels like everything. Uh, Edge, Chiefs, in literally, I mean, kicker, head coach. But here's the other. You know? Will it change the way you think? I, I've been thinking about this. Because of the way Kyle Shanahan lost in, in that Super Bowl in Atlanta as the coordinator, and because Kyle Shanahan lost with the Niners, Garoppolo misses late. Will it shade, will it change the way he potentially coaches? All of our life experience, you know, adds up to the moments in these big moments, right? You have, you lean on life experience. What did I do? Did it work? What did I do? Did it fail? You know, Andy Reid, when you win these big games, you're really a wild card going into the Super Bowl. Like Jimmy Johnson, but the third time you're trying to win a Super Bowl, I don't know what I'm getting from Jimmy Johnson. Yeah. He's not going to be under pressure. He's not going to uh, uh, over-prepare. Remember Sean McVay's first Super Bowl? He like he acknowledged he over-prepared. Yeah. Paralysis by analysis. So when you start getting to these like Buffalo did for years and losing, and San Francisco now has been good for a long time but doesn't have a Super Bowl from, since the mid-'90s, I think there is sort of an yeah. institutional pressure on the Niners to get this one because I think everybody knows. Trent's old. Kittle. Debo gets banged up. Fred Warner. There gets some age. Bosa. There's some age, and a lot of these guys are not going to be around in a year and a half, two years. Agreed. Yeah. I have a great parlay for you this weekend. Thanks to DraftKings Sportsbook. New users use the code HERD, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. It's quick and easy. Now for my parlay pick. Via the DraftKings Sportsbook, I'll take the Chiefs plus two in the Super Bowl against the Niners and under 47 and a half points. And Brock Purdy under one and a half touchdown passes. He'll have one, but it's a low scoring game. I think they'll lean on Christian McCaffrey. You want to take the herd parlay, check out DraftKings Sportsbook. New users, code is herd, H-E-R-D, when you download the app. 21 plus in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. See show notes for full details. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. 
With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hi, it's the Herd. The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. It's easy, 90 seconds. Use the code HERD, H-E-R-D. That's code HERD for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. Only on DraftKings, the crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction void in ontario bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance see dkng.co slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions terms and responsible gaming resources this episode brought to you by 20th century studios kingdom of the planet of the apes director wes ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. You know, one of the things, J-Mac, you and I have talked about before is I don't love the idea of always saying most rings equals best. It's like saying the richest people are the smartest. Some people inherit their money and build on it. Some people have educational advantages. Sometimes it's timing. You get into a company and Amazon, it explodes. That doesn't mean that rich people, super rich people, aren't very smart all the time. But I don't think it perfectly correlates. And I do think there's lots of times that you've had advantages geographically and with teammates and coaching in the NBA and baseball and the NFL. And you get rings that really aren't driven by you. That is not to say Bill Belichick is not a great coach, but his success is tied to one player, Tom Brady. Couldn't win in Cleveland without him. Didn't win in New England before he started. Couldn't win after. Got let go. He interviewed, according to a story today, one team was interested, Atlanta, and the front office told Arthur Blank, nah. Andy Reid, by the way, was on the job market for five days, and one of the smartest ownership groups snapped him up. If not the Chiefs, there was a line to get Andy Reid. Andy Reid has been to Super Bowls with two quarterbacks and to conference championships and playoff wins with six to seven. His career is not tied to an individual player. And right now, the sport's moving in his direction where he had to overcome it as it leaned defense for the first 30 years of his coaching life. Go look at his tree, his coaching tree. Belichick's has wilted. Bill O'Brien was a very brief success. Andy Reid, there's John Harbaugh, won a Super Bowl. Doug Peterson won a Super Bowl. Sean McDermott, conference championship. Ron Rivera got to a Super Bowl. One of the misses by Andy Reid's coaching tree is Matt Nagy. The Bears have been to the playoffs twice in 13 years. Nagy led both of them with Mitch Trubisky. And I don't think it was ever noted that Aaron Rodgers and Matt Stafford and Kirk Cousins were in their prime when he was doing that with Mitch Trubisky. That's one of his misses. 
If we're just going to say it's about championships, then Chuck Knoll has to be four, five times better than like a Don Shula. Shula's got one or two. Knoll's got what, four? Is it five? I forget. They dominated the 70s. But, I mean, it can't just be that. It can't just be that or Bill Russell's better than Michael Jordan. Right? So, I mean, to me, if you look at Andy Reid now and his coaching tree, his ability to adapt, his career is not tied to an individual player. I think you're looking at the best coach, arguably, in the history of the sport, who I think will win another one Sunday and more to come. I don't buy that he's retiring. J-Mac with the news. No, 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 no. Turn on the news. This is the Herdline News. Uh, all right, Colin, you're going to love this video. So um, Brock Purdy, obviously the dead last pick in the 2022 NFL Draft. Niners scooped him up. However, Matt Rule, who you may remember, was the coach of the Carolina Panthers at the time. Now he's with Nebraska, I believe. Matt Rule says he was blocked from putting Purdy on Carolina's draft board. <laughs> I think Brock Purdy is an amazing player because um, I played against him at Iowa State. When I was in the draft room at Carolina, I, I brought his name up. I said, hey, guys, he should be on the draft board. I got vetoed on that one. But I, I do have a lot of respect for Brock as a player because my battles against him. And, you know, I was thinking, well, he's he just uh, just the way he plays the game. He plays the game like he's playing in the backyard, and it's, it's pretty cool to see. How about that? Put him on the put him on the draft board. No thanks. So you know, I did look at the 2022 draft of the Panthers. <laughs> oh my god, it's like really bad. So Aquanu, uh, uh, the kid from uh, NC State, has not been very good. He had a brutal second year. In the third round, are you ready? They drafted Matt Corral out of Ole Miss. Now I liked him as a quarterback. He had Remember a good him? arm. Good arm. Um, he has not played one snap in the NFL. I don't know if he's going to be in the league next year. Look at all the quarterbacks drafted ahead of Purdy, and you see Corral there, number 94. Colin, I mean, the, the Panthers' front office should be embarrassed. Matt Rule laughing about it. like Basically saying, like, I, I they wouldn't let me put Purdy on the draft board. Well, let's be fair. So, uh, Kenny Pickett won a lot of games. Malik Willis was a great athlete. Corral had a good arm. I think Sam Howell actually has some talent. No. Uh, I don't know much about Skylar Thompson's college career. How about but this? again... It this is all, as we talked about, where you land. Brock Purdy is a great example. Tom Brady landed with Belichick. Bledsoe leading the way, didn't have to play. Even Mahomes was very lucky. Alex Smith was there. Alex is one of the nicest guys I've ever met. He was a mentor. He wasn't, you know, he wasn't trying to hype himself. I mean, to get Alex Smith and Andy Reid, that's about as well as you can do. Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill. So, I mean... As good as Mahomes is, boy, did he land in a good spot. And if you look at that list that they showed on the screen of the quarterbacks taken ahead of Purdy, Colin, almost all those coaches have been fired, with the exception of Mike Tomlin and Mike McDaniel. I mean, uh, Belichick's gone. Look at the list. Uh, Tennessee coach, gone. Atlanta coach, gone. Uh, Ron Rivera, gone. Like, yeah, again, where you go is essential, but... I think this is a larger point. Like, the league still has no clue how to draft quarterbacks. Well, None. it's, it's, listen, I have told you my big miss, I think the real one was Sam Darnold, who I loved. Kyle Shanahan still loves him. And everybody's like, he got Adam Gase, he got Matt Rule, bad organizations, unless you're a superstar who's going to. Now, I don't think, I don't think Sam has the accuracy and the quick release needed to be an elite quarterback. But it's hard. I mean, good God. I, I contend Joe Douglas of the Jets is really a good general manager. He's hit on multiple home runs. Yeah. 
he missed on a left tackle and quarterback. Except the two positions, yeah, maybe well, that matter most. It's just really hard. There's, you know, a cornerback or a left tackle, there's a length. You look at length and feet. Very few first-round left tackles. McKay Beck, Mackay Beckton was one of them. A lot of those top ten first-round tackles, you know, they end up being really good players. Same with edge rushers. You knew Aiden Hutchison was going to be pretty good. Yeah. But quarterback, it's, just, it's just, cognitive. It's like, do you shrink in the pressure? Some of these guys come out, they've transferred. They don't have a lot of college starts. Are they good teammates? Some are talented. They're just bad teammates. It is. There is no yeah. set way. It's it's uh, some of it. Be honest. Mahomes went what tenth or eleventh? I I was asking some people last night. If they, hey, so what happens if Mahomes doesn't get Andy Reid coming out of college? What happens if he doesn't get him? Gets to sit behind a year behind a number one overall pick, Alex Smith. What what is Mahomes today? Like, and it's a it's like a thought provoking question. There's no right or wrong answer. Ask you this: What if Josh Allen gets Andy Reid and Mahomes gets McDermott? They both win. But the brilliant offensive mind, Bill Walsh Reed, Montana Mahomes, or, or Josh Allen. And so, I mean, and so Josh Allen doesn't have to play early, sits behind Alex, he gets Tyreek Hill, he gets... Tri what if Josh goes to Kansas City and Patrick goes to Buffalo? Don't you think Josh should have a ring and Patrick would have at least one fewer? It is Isn't fun that to do reasonable this, yeah. to think? I did this with the Lakers and Magic Johnson getting Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. <laughs> like, it's, it's insane how some people just fall into perfect spots. Uh, next up, Chiefs, former Chiefs OC Eric Bieniemy met with the team before the AFC title game. Andy Reid confirmed this week that Bieniemy spoke to the players and hung out in their offensive meetings. Mahomes also said it was great to be around the enemy again and that his energy and intensity gave the team chill bumps. Love this. Okay. The enemy comes back and he's like, guys, didn't work for me. I'll always be a chief. I love when coaches do this. So great. So why would this get out? And I wonder if it's, hey, let's do the enemy a solid. He's currently unemployed. Let's say he hyped up our team before the game and he was there yeah. and everybody loves him. I don't think Let's try to get him some help. Let's try to get him a, a quarterback coaching job. We have two coordinators now in Eric Bieniemy and Ben Johnson. There's a perception they should both have head coaching jobs. Rumors both didn't interview well. One uh, may not want it, Ben Johnson. Bieniemy clearly does. But it's um, this is a long road. Bieniemy's not that old. I, I voted for him for a Heisman years ago at Colorado. So he's, yeah. I mean, it's. I don't have a problem with this getting out, doing solid for people. I think it's great. Yeah. Uh, final story is super spicy. Colin, J.J. McCarthy, a bit polarizing, right? We've gone through moments where we love the Michigan quarterback in the draft and, and then otherwise not so much. There seems to be love for him in the scouting community. One scout reportedly said McCarthy could be like Joe Burrow if he goes to a team that throws the ball a lot. J.J. McCarthy could be Joe Burrow if he goes to a team that throws the ball You are, um... Listen, he's... Listen, when you watch him play, I watched every Michigan game of note. He moves very well, and he's got a very lively arm. He's a little slight. Um, he's 6'3", 205. We'll see what he okay, measures I'm, at the combine. I'm 6... I'm, I'm considered kind of thin. I'm like 6'2". 195. Yeah, he's like, he's like, like he's not that much bigger than me. And I'm A, not a pro athlete, and I would be considered thin. Well, Patrick Mahomes is not that much bigger than me. Like, when here's the a, thing on McCarthy. Let's I think he's. So look, can we agree on this? We both think Caleb's the most talented. Yeah. Then we go back and forth on several. We're both worried about Penix's injuries, but we like him. Yeah. Okay. Drake May, we think, is excellent, but we both are concerned. He's not very consistent. Uh, I'm not concerned. Okay. I like Drake Mayo. Okay. 
I'm a little higher on Bo Nix. You're a little higher on J.J. McCarthy. Here's the great equalizer. Whoever Sean Payton drafts is going to have a better chance (laughs) than if he goes to like 10 other... If J.J. McCarthy goes to... I don't know, pick a, a, a bad team with a defensive head coach. And it's like, he's his chances just are not going to be great. I'm going to tell you, it, what's really interesting this year, usually when you get to the third, fourth, and fifth quarterbacks, you, you run out of great traits. But Michael Penix throws a great ball. Bo Nix, 61 starts, really athletic. J.J. McCarthy, you can see all the traits. Moves well, can really sling it. He had some really nice plays against Alabama. Yeah, I mean, so... You're getting guys, Penix, Bo Nix, and J.J. McCarthy. I've got a lot of film. Big programs, big games, big performances. Like It's not like these guys are coming from smalls. Malik Willis, remember when he dropped in the draft and you're like, he played at Liberty. You have no idea. Yeah. These guys have been in two- and three-year starters. So the thing about J.J. McCarthy, you're going to have a strong, solid opinion on him. Like when Kenny Pickett went in the first round, I had... A very good general manager say we have a mid third round grade for him. I have GMs that I talk to that think Bo Nix and JJ McCarthy are absolutely underrated and could go top twelve. Well, so that, I mean these these are and these are considered the fourth or fifth quarterback in a yeah. class. It, it doesn't mean they'll work. But if Michael Penix is the fifth or sixth quarterback drafted, he may throw the prettiest ball. Well, again, if Penix goes to Miami and he's the backup to Tua. I think his chances are great at success. Now, anybody who goes to McDaniel, I think, is going to have a chance. But Josh Rosen, coming out of UCLA, was an awesome quarterback. He was a ballyhooed high school kid. Uh, he had an amazing couple games at, at UCLA. And then he goes to Arizona, and they had a defensive head coach, and it did not come close to working. And he's now, you know, out of the league doing whatever he's doing. But if you go to the wrong team, Colin, with the wrong head coach, chances are it's just probably not going to happen. I'm rooting for McCarthy. I think we both think if Sean Payton gets Bo Nix, McCarthy, that guy's going to have a chance. I mean, Payton knows quarterbacks. Uh, J-Mac with the news. Well, that's the news. And thanks for stopping by. The Herd Lie News. I saw this this morning. The NFLPA says the UNLV practice field isn't up to snuff for the 49ers practices. Kyle Shanahan says, I wish our practice field was better. Uh, the 49ers are, quote, furious over the practice field. <laughs> I think there was some concern about, like, Super Bowl in Las Vegas. And for years and years, I always, I always said this about Las Vegas. This ridiculous stigma about pro sports in Vegas, I'm like, you do realize of all the gambling controversies in the history of sports, they've all happened in other places. The Northeast, Arizona State basketball, they're not happening in Las Vegas. In fact, Las Vegas called the NBA and said, we've got a problem with Tim Donaghy. So it's it's a long time coming that Vegas has pro sports. I was just at a Golden Knights game. Uh, the Raiders have been an absolute home run. And we thought today, Max Crosby, one of my favorite players in this league, is now joining us live. <laughs> Uh, he's going to get Hall of Fame, folks. Folks, five NFL seasons, all with the Raiders, three Pro Bowls. All right, first of all, Max, you're up early for us. I, you know I appreciate that because I've seen you late at night up in Vegas, so I always appreciate the early mornings for us. And you have faced Mahomes almost more than anybody else in this league as an edge rusher. When you play him, Max... Do you worry about Mahomes? Is it more of the tackles? Do they chip block a lot? What is it like to face the Chiefs' O-line 
blocking schemes when they protect Mahomes. Yeah, um, you know they have a they have a solid O line. Um, they have a lot of good guys in, in pass pro. Um, but at the end of the day, it's different when you're playing Mahomes because that O-line doesn't know where he's going to be all the time. Mahomes tries to make things happen um, on the fly, and he's not going to give up on a play. So uh, when you're playing a guy like that, you've got to have your track shoes ready. Um, you've got to have your lungs correct because you're going to be <laughs> running all day. And, um, you know, that's what I embrace. You know, my style of play is relentless start to finish, fly around the football field and chase until I literally can't anymore. So um, every time I see him, he knows, you know, I'm coming 100 miles an hour. Um, I'm flying after him. And, uh, you know, it goes both ways. So it's ultimate respect of the day. But he's, he's always a tough challenge. He's the best in the league. You know, it's interesting, Max. What makes your story so great? You were a fourth-round pick out of Eastern Michigan, and yet you are arguably the best pass rusher in the sport. A Bosa can go first round. You can go fourth. Purdy can go seventh. Mahomes goes first. Um, can you resonate or relate to Brock Purdy a little that when you come in, people are like, who, who's Max Crosby? You don't even know the nickname at Eastern Michigan. <laughs> Did you have a chip on your shoulder those first couple years every day at practice to say like, oh, you went to Michigan, I went to Eastern Michigan. Did it work for you? I still have a, a chip on my shoulder, and it, it's bigger than ever. Um I can definitely relate, you know, to Brock, uh, Brock Purdy in a way um, because you got to go above and beyond to prove yourself. Um, when you come in as a top pick, there's more pressure out the gate, but you're expected to do this. You know, when you come in as a fourth rounder um, like myself, you got to earn it every single day, and you got to do it for years and years and years for people to give you that respect because of the fourth round label. You know, people immediately assume, oh, well, he went the fourth round because he's not as talented or whatever. Um, but things happen. You know, for me at that time, uh, I dropped. Uh, you know, in the draft, I had a lot of off the field. You know, I had, you know, I've talked yeah. about it publicly. I had issues with drinking and all type of stuff. So um, there was a reason I got drafted there. Um, everything happens for a reason. God put me in that position because when I was that young, I wasn't ready for that. But at the end of the day, all I cared about was getting in that building and having a chance, and I knew I would be good. So um, it really came down to cleaning up the off the field stuff. Um, becoming the best version of myself on and off the field and now I'm in this position because of the work I put in on a daily basis and you know that's that's really what it comes down to so it's not about what you you know people talk about high draft picks and whatever you could be a, the number one pick but the work starts when you get in the building and uh, you know that's what it's all about so for me when I got in I was like that's all I need is a chance and I'll do the rest and uh, every single day I wake up with a mentality that I'm going to be the greatest to do it and uh, you know that's what I pushed myself I was you know me Colin uh, I see you in Vegas uh, uh, often, but you know how I am. I was up at 520 this morning. I got a haircut at 6. I worked out at 630, and I, and I took my ass here early, you know, right after. So I'm a, work, I'm a workaholic now. So, you know, that's what I do every day, and that's what's got me here. Well, one of the reasons I love Max, when I say I see him late at night, he knows what I'm talking about. I've run into him three different times at UFC fights, and uh, he is always incredibly engaging. Everybody relates to him, and I think your story is part of the NFL, that you are just, you're a dog, man. You just come in a hundred miles an hour you face by the way week 17 you face the Niners and you guys at the end of the year were playing your hair on fire so the Niners offensive line Trent Williams is great I don't feel the rest of the O-line is as good as Kansas City am I wrong uh 
I mean, San Francisco, they, you know, it, it's different. Like, their system is totally different. It's based off the run, and that's what makes Shanahan Kyle Shanahan. And, uh, you know, it protects the line in a way. You know what I mean? When you run a lot of uh, a lot of run game, it's hard to stop. And then you have play action off it. They're not just drop back passing and letting their guys just one-on-one -on -one pass block the whole game. It's not how it is. But the Chiefs, Mahomes is going to sit back there, catch the ball, and they're throwing that thing. So it's a little bit different. And, you know, guys get protected. You see guys from the Niners leave, and then, you know, they get paid somewhere else, and then they struggle because they're right. in a different system. They're having to pass protect a lot more. And that's, a, you know, the, the thing that people really don't realize is that their systems are totally different. So um, obviously KC is more pass-oriented, and KC uh, and San Francisco is running the ball um, all game, you know, if they, if they can. So... Yeah, you know, it's two totally different things. But, I, you know, the Chiefs, they have two great guards. They have a really good center. Um, they have solid tackles. And then San Francisco, their line is solid. But when you have Trent Williams, uh, first ballot Hall of Famer, I mean, it's hard not to pick their line just purely because they got a guy like that over there. Yeah. By the way, you played the Niners 22 season, not this year. Um, you know, Yeah, I played them the year before. Yeah, yeah. So if you, you don't – I don't know how often you line up against Kittle or Travis Kelsey. But when you line up occasionally with Travis Kelsey, does he like to block? Or, you know, Taylor Swift's in his life now. Maybe he's gone finesse. I don't know. But when you line up with Travis Kelsey, <laughs> are you in for a battle? Is he ready to go toe-to-toe -to -toe and grab you? What's he like to face occasionally when he's on the edge there and you line up with him? I'm just speaking for all DNs across the world, if a tight end is able to block you, you need to look in the mirror and figure out <laughs> something else to do because that's the number one rule. That's the number one rule. A tight end should not be able to block you. Um, and it doesn't matter who they are. Travis Kelsey, Kittle, all those guys. I love them. I know them. I know them very well, but um, I'm sure they'll say the same. I respect them. But, uh, you know, the league's a little bit different nowadays. The, the tight ends are more, you know, catch, they're, they're receivers. You know, they're big receivers nowadays. I like that's really well put. If I can't block, if I can't get past Travis Kelsey, then I need to look in the mirror. Okay, if I said to you, it's a close spread. I don't even know if you know or care about that stuff. I kind of feel like Kansas City's defense is way underrated. That you don't know the players, but they're as good as San Francisco's. They're just not making the money. They don't have the brand. I like Kansas City close in this. You know both. You tell me who's your edge. I agree with you, Colin. Um, it's hard to bet against Mahomes. Um, obviously, I'm not betting, um, but it is. You know, it's you, it's hard to root against. You know, or pick against Mahomes. You know, he's he's the best quarterback in the league, and until someone proves otherwise, um, there's no argument. And um, in the biggest games, he continuously keeps reminding people, "Listen, this is why." You know, I'm the I'm a former MVP, two-time Super Bowl champion, and I, I believe he's going to be a three-time champion. And honestly, you know, I don't root for anybody. I I hate all the teams equally. I'm a, I'm a Raider <laughs> to the core. I don't I don't care about any of these teams, to be honest. Um, I respect them, but uh, at the end of the day, um, I, I I want Kansas City to win because I want us to be the ones that 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 take them down. Um, I don't want anybody else to do it. So that's God. how that's kind of my approach on it. God. I love Max Crosby. You are just the best, man. You are so good. You're so <laughs> authentic. You, You're so damn honest. Okay, by the way, on behalf of Papa John's Pizza, they have a Super bowl theme style pizza, Vegas Raiders defensive end Max Crosby. They got Antonio Pierce, so he's got a defensive coach finally. 
Uh, and I know he relates to Antonio Pierce. He spoke on his behalf. Max, you ever need anything? You want to come on the show? We absolutely love having you. The You're the NFL's most honest player. You hate both these teams. And I love talking to you again, Max. Thank you. Absolutely. I appreciate you guys. Good seeing you, Colin. I'll All see you soon in Vegas. All right. Max Crosby. I've run into him three or four times at these UFC fights, and he's just as, he's just as good as they get. Uh, comes up, family, just loves the action. And a great story, by the way. Went a little sideways in his life, had to clean some stuff up, did, and now he is one of those three or four guys in the league. And you know what I like about him? I'm not a big trash talker when I played because I was no good, but I really do like the trash talk he sends to Mahomes, and I kind of like that Mahomes goes back at him. Like, Crosby has no problem trash talking, and it works for me. I really like him as a player. Top of the hour, um, we're going to have Greg Cosell to break down the film and also the 10 best players in this game. Be sure to catch live editions of The Herd weekdays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio, FS1, and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, gang, this is Jay Glazer, host of Unbreakable, a mental wealth podcast, and every week we will have on leaders from sports entertainment like Sean McVay, Lindsey Vaughn, Michael Phelps, David Spade, Guy Fieri, and also those who could help us in between the ears. Anyone from a therapist to someone like Ed Milet or John Gordon. We've all been through some sort of adversity to get to the top. We've all used different tools. Listen to Unbreakable with Jay Glazer and Mental Wealth Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get podcasts. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This episode brought to you by 20th Century Studios' Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Director Wes Ball breathes new life into the epic franchise set several generations after the last installment in which apes are the dominant species. As a ruthless king attempts to build his empire at the expense of the remaining human race, a young ape will fight for the future of apes and humans alike and embark on a journey that will redefine the planet. Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes. Enter the kingdom in IMAX this Friday and in theaters everywhere. Get tickets now. Thank you to our friends at Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the 2024 Colin Coward Show. Panini America delivers a premier collecting experience with the most sought-after NFL, NBA, FIFA, and WNBA trading cards. Whether you're chasing rookie sensations or collecting timeless legends, Panini's got it. Panini America is also breaking new ground in NIL, featuring some of the biggest names in college sports. And now newly minted first-round picks like number one overall Caitlin Clark, Angel Reese, J.J. McCarthy, Michael Penix Jr., and more. If you're into cutting-edge digital collectibles, don't miss Panini's NFT platform at nft.paniniamerica.net with some of their first opportunities to collect this year's rookie class. Whether you're a collector of physical cards or a digital enthusiast, Panini has you covered. Check out their most popular brands like Prism, Select, Donruss, and more, including Panini Instant Cards celebrating the biggest sports moments on cards right after they happen such as Draft Night Instance. 
Visit PaniniAmerica.net or download the Panini Direct app today. Panini America, the official trading cards and NFTs of the Colin Cowherd Show. You're now entering the No Bull Zone, sponsored by Credible Great Rates, None of the Bull. So, um, according to a survey done, Seton Hall Sports Poll, that's a university, 21% say that Taylor Swift is influencing them or somebody in their household's decision to watch the Super Bowl. It rises to 40%, 18 to 34-year-olds. So basically, Taylor Swift is getting one person, potentially two, to come downstairs from their room, get off their phone, and watch a game that's already on TV in their house. That's a good thing. Roger Goodell on the Taylor Swift effect. Taylor is obviously a dynamo. Everything she touches, there are people following. And so uh, we're, we count ourselves fortunate and we welcome it. Having the Taylor Swift effect is also a positive. Listen, they, they're, both Travis and Taylor are wonderful young people. They seem very happy. She knows great entertainment, and I think that's why she loves NFL football. But I think it's great to have, um, have her a part of it. Uh, obviously, it, it creates a buzz. What happened to men in our country who used to be bothered by, like, important things? I don't think anybody's grandpa got riled up seeing Anne Margaret on a TV game 30, 40, 50 years ago. This constant outrage by men on social media is not an entirely masculine trait, is it? Didn't dads tell us to get over things and don't sweat the small stuff? My dad had constant messages. Clean the garage. Do your homework. <laughs> right? Those were my dad's messages. Get over it. Don't sweat the small stuff. My dad's message was never, Madonna's on television during an NBA game. I am outraged. Grandpas weren't. Dads weren't. Why are some men now? You know what Taylor Swift is? Normal. She likes the NFL. Everybody does. Biggest pop star, biggest sport. Check, check. Kind of works out. And don't celebrities get asked about Super Bowls anywhere, anyway, on some red carpet? Who do you like in the game this weekend? She would be asked about this anyway. What's funny is Kansas City has so many celebrity sports fans. Paul Rudd, Eric Stone Street, Melissa Etheridge, Jason Sudeikis. But Taylor Swift is where people draw the line. <laughs> Listen, every team gets one singer-songwriter, and that's it. Kansas City's got, like, some of the great celebrity sports fans in the country. They were going to be asked about this game anyway. Travis Kelsey on his girlfriend and star, Taylor Swift. Why do you think everyone's so fascinated with you two? Um, I think uh, the values that we stand for and just, uh, you know, who we are as people. We, uh, we love to uh, shine light on others, shine light around the people that, that, that help and support us. Um, and on top of that, we just, I, I feel like we both have uh, just a love for life. Stuff and I, Jason, talk about all the time. What is it with outrage on social media? I think people are just trolling. I don't think people get this upset. I've come to hope that is the answer, that nobody's really, truly bothered. They're just bored. You know, my kids, me, sometimes you get bored and you go down rabbit holes you don't really care about, but there's nothing else to do. That is my answer for why, like, 40% of people are all outraged by this, because it just doesn't feel like our dads and our grandpas would get riled up over a movie star being shown during a football game. In fact, 
I was watching Knicks Lakers last Saturday. The very first thing that network showed was celebrities for the first 90 seconds of the game at the game. Greg Cosell next. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 